verses, um, started in 18. It says, and the, Lord of the, and the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Arise, get thee to Zareph, which belonged to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman to sustain thee. And so he arose and went to Zareph. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And when she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thine hand. And she said, As thy Lord God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel, and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I am gathering two sticks, that I may go and dress it for me and my son, that we may eat it and die. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do as thou hast said, but make, thee, make me therefore a little cake first, and bring it unto me, and after make thee a night for thy son. For this saith the Lord God of Israel, The barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail, unto the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. And she went and did according to the saying of Elijah, and she and he and her house did eat many days. And the barrel of meal wasted not, neither did the cruise of oil fail, according to the word of the Lord, which he spake by Elijah. Dear Holy and Heavenly Father, dear Lord God, we once again we are grateful for your many blessings. We thank you, dear Lord God, for this story. We thank you, dear Lord God, that uh, you're a sustainer of all. We pray now that uh, you may just quiet our hearts, dear Lord God, and, and be perceptive of what you had said. In your name we pray, amen. So when life doesn't make sense, trust God and he will sustain you. God spoke to Elijah in verses 8 and 9. He said, Arise and get thee to Zeredov. You know, a lot of times I, I think many of Christians, they, uh, they don't even do verse, the first word in verse 9. They don't arise. You know, we, we think that, you know, once we get saved, we fill up a 5 by 3 space in the pew and uh, we all get. But uh, no, he said, arise and get thee therefore. Elijah has, not only did Elijah rose, but he, he walked with God. In order for us to be guided by God, but first we have to walk with Him. You know, we, we think that God would lead us in the way where we go, so we don't need to talk to Him. We don't, we don't need to pray. We don't need to study His Word. We, we justify our selfish decisions by, as being God's decisions and where we think we go. We all hear the, 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 the little jokes a guy goes, you know, I wanted a bike. And uh, I knew it was God's will for me to have a bike. So instead of asking him, I just stole it and uh, I was asked for his forgiveness. You know, how are we supposed to obey God if we're not even listening? We get in trouble when we don't walk with God. Our heart is desperately evil. And Jeremiah says, the heart is desperately wicked above all things. Who can know it? 
we don't even know our own heart. So how do we know our heart is aligned with God's heart? Psalms 119, 105 says, The word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. God's word is likened here as a lamp, not a road flare. You know, we all say, you know, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. But according to God's word, it's a lamp. And a lamp, doesn't, the light doesn't stretch out for miles. It is focused in the here and now. It is focused where, my, where I can see my feet and maybe a few feet in front of me. It, God's word doesn't light up everything. It only, we must trust God to show us and to guide us where we need to be. Like I said, it, we may see that light at the end of the tunnel, as, as they say, but you know what? If I can't see where my feet are at now, if I don't see where my feet are going to be at in a few yards, that light of the tunnel can be deceiving. I could fall in a hole just by taking one step. And in the Bible also says in Proverbs, trust, not to, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to and lean not to thine own understanding. In all ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Like I said, the God's word is that lamp. If I acknowledge that lamp is there, and I acknowledge, okay, this is the path that he wants me to be on, not the path that, you know, at the end of the tunnel, but the here and now, Elijah obeys God, even though it don't make sense in his mind. Think about it. Elijah, in these verses, before these verses, has just declared pretty much war against the king. He said, you know what, king? There won't be rain for three years. And in the midst of this, hey, Elijah, I want you to go to a populated city. I, I, I want you to not only go to this populated city, but Go through the main gate. The main gate is one of the most heavy guards. Think about it. Elijah is now a wanted man. And for this, for this order from God saying, hey, I want you to go to this busy city. Yes, I know everybody's looking for you, Elijah, but trust me. Sometimes God sends us places that don't make sense in our mind. When before, before me and Jessica joined, it didn't make sense for us to come up here. But uh, um, it was the Moses' parents' house got flooded once again, and he was like, "Hey, you know, I might as well help." And right then and there, he was like, "You know what? This is home." I kind of miss, you know, the yearly event, um, Brother Matt. Not only, but you know, you know, thank God that you know in that situation that you know I, God didn't have a finite mind. 
like I did, because at that time it didn't make sense for me to move up here. I have, you know, I didn't have a job or a house. But you know what the Lord says, hey, Chris, move up six hours and Elijah obeys God and he goes to their path. After God tells us where to go, you know what we need to do? Go. Unfortunately, in the example I gave, you can ask my wife. I didn't go for a while. I, I dragged my feet. like, you know, yeah, but this and that. And, but no, Elijah, he went. He could have easily said, God, this does make completely no sense. You want me to go to a city where I'm hunted, where I, have, I know nobody, and you want me to ask a random person for food? Think about it. If you guys didn't know me and I knocked at your house, hey, I want some food. You'd be like, you want some mental help. You know, once God has showed us where to go, we must take that step of faith and go. And uh, not only that, but when, could you imagine when Elijah encountered that, woman, that, that widow woman? She, she was out gathering sticks. I think, it's, I think it's amazing that of all of the people in that city, of all the widows of that city, she was the first one that uh, he saw. Because it's just like, you know, I think of the cross. God had planted those trees knowing that those would be the, the, the wood that he was going to be used to be, to be crucified on. You know, maybe Elijah was wondering if this was really the woman that God had chosen. You know, hey, you know, a, a poor person doesn't go out in the middle of the street to gather sticks. Lord, is, are, are you sure? Well, maybe uh, you want me to ask somebody richer. Because um, I just think it's amazing how God works. In our minds, it don't make sense. But you know what? I'm so glad that God's plan does. And afterwards, he, Elijah asked the woman for some water and bread. Think about it. It hasn't been raining. Water, I'm pretty sure at this time, was worth his weight in gold. Once again, I go to your house, even if you know me, hey, I want your gold. Chris, no, you want to leave. There's a famine in the land, there's no water, and Elijah asks for the greatest resources in the world. Imagine what, you know, she was thinking, hey, I have no husband. I have to feed my son, and you want to take my food. And then think about it. Also, after, he, she, after she was about to go to get the water, she, he asked for bread. Now, at this point, you have to think about what the widow woman was thinking. She would probably be upset. What? She knew who Elijah was. And yet... She goes, he's like, hey, not only water, which I know you have, don't have that much, 
give me some bread. Could, could you, she's probably like, what, what provokes you to, to ask me about this? Or maybe, you know, she knew what she had and she's like, I really can't do that. And in verse 12, she explains the situation. She goes, hey, I only have enough for me and my son, and after that, it's it. It's gone. Game over. She has lost so much hope in this drought that she already accepted death. She, this this, this uh, widow, she worked so hard to, to um, depend for herself, but now... It's unfortunately come to the bitter end. There's no food, no water, because Elijah said, came for three years, there will be no water, no rain. And it has come to, to what she seems as a dead end. And I know, I'm speaking for myself, but I've come to this dead end many of times. Where it's like, okay, I've ran out of options. Not, you know, and I know, you know, to trust the Lord, but I like what Elijah says. Feel not. How many times in the Bible says we're told not to, not to fear? Elijah tells a woman, feel not because God will sustain you. You know, when we get to the point in our lives where we feel that of giving up, when our situation is more than we can handle, we must remember these two words. Fear not. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not fear. When we don't understand our situation, when we don't understand why God has led us in the situation to come, when we, re- we, when we reach our last meal and oil, you know what we need is, remember, fear not. For he cares for us and he wants to do what's best to, and to keep obeying him. And you know what I like? One thing I like about this widow, she she obeys. She she knew that it wasn't just Elijah's request, because she knew. I'm pretty sure she knew that who he was, and when he said, you know, thus saith the Lord, God can sustain us, but we must have total faith in Him that He will. I'm pretty sure when she was making. When she poured what she thought that little left of oil and that little bit of meal, making it up, baking it, she's just like, I know that the Lord can sustain us, even though I think the bucket's empty. You, you look at uh, Joseph, not Joseph, Abraham, when he, when he brought his son to, and, was, and was going to put him on the altar. He didn't know that people could be resurrected. He, but he had faith that God's promise said, I will make of thee a great nation. And, you know, and we must fully believe and take care of us, that he will take care of us if we want him to intervene in our life. You know, we trust him with salvation. We, we trust him with our soul, but yet we don't trust them and, and what we can think is the big things. 
Not only does, she, does God sustain Elijah and the widow, but for many days. Other, and another thing, God keeps his promises. One thing I... I I love God in many aspects, but you know what? God never fails me. People may fail me, friends, but you know what? God would never fail. He has always kept his promises, and he always will. Could you, could you imagine every, the, the widow woman waking up every day and only seeing that little bit of meal, a little bit of oil, she could have easily like, well, I only have enough for my, me and my son today, so I know what Elijah said, feed me first. But I'm just going to, you know, make, a little, make his a little thinner. Not only that, but we must... Always remember to put God first. Like I said, she could have said, well, uh, we're really kind of hungry today and uh, you're going to probably make him half what he had today. You know, what I'd like to practice is called a gross tithing. Is, you know, I trust God, you know, in it all, so I'm going to give not only what I made after Uncle Sam takes it, but you know what? I'm going to give him the proper portion. So, I, I, have, a, I have a question and challenge. Do you trust him? Yes, we say we, we, we trust him with our soul. We, we trust him for salvation, but... Do we can we trust them to do the little things? You know, I it is it is uh, this, I didn't plan this message, but uh, it is kind of fits in with um, faith giving. You know, we we trust them. Hey, we know we can afford twenty dollars, so here's ten for missions. Do you do you really trust them? Do you do you trust them to make that bank account expand? Brother Sharp, will you uh, close us and, and dismiss us?